All right, welcome to a very special episode of the Effects Loop. This is a uh, off. It's not our format. This is this is totally abnormal. But what is something that's becoming increasingly normal? Ian's here. Hey, everybody. Uh, you got Scott Diaz isn't with us because we're just doing this in person. But um, as we talked about in our last show, I bought a new guitar. Yes, he did. Ian also bought a new guitar. <laughs> Temporary. <laughs> he bought the exact same guitar and then decided I like Scott's, but no. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, so, but then we decided, um, you know, we should probably talk about this just because between the th- two of us, we have three John Mayer signature guitars. Yeah. All S style. One an actual Fender Strat I've had since, oh, 2010, 2011-ish. Okay. So I've had this for like 11 years. Yeah. So it's it's an oldie. I've been playing it for a while. Um, you've had the core model. Is it core technically, yeah. or is it the technically? It's a bolt-on series, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a bolt-on, but, but you, the you know full tilt American Silver Sky. And you've had that for three years, four years, uh, two and a half now. I think I got it in the summer of 2019. It was before COVID started. Oh, um, okay. Maybe it was 2018. I don't quite remember. It's the. It was the first year that the. Uh, Mock sand color came out, and I got it before he went on tour. For the record, I love the color, and then he used it. And we only have unlimited one. time to talk about this. We can't we talk about finishes. Unlimited? Did you say unlimited? Fin- yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I intentionally said unlimited. Joke? Yes, it was. Oh, Scott's. Oh. Um. <laughs> so you've got that, and you've had that for ages, and I mean, you yeah. you've had that as long as I've known you. You, yes. I've had the John Mayer Fender for as long as you've known me. Mm-hmm. And so the recent one being the Pollard Smith came out with the Silver Sky SE got us both really interested. Oh yeah. And then like we both texted each other, like, "Hey, I just pulled the trigger on one," and you <laughs> yeah. were like, "So did I." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we bought the same color from yep. Sweetwater. Yep. And um, ours arrived on the same day. You. They did. I opened up mine. You didn't open up yours because you wanted to see how mine felt. And then you, we. Yeah. You kind of went. You know what? It just doesn't fit my thing right now. I decided I liked mine enough to to keep it. Yes. So, that's how we're sitting in my living room right now. Um, we've got all three tuned up, ready to go. Um, all with tens. You have tens on yours, right? Yep. All yeah. right. Um. My two guitars are set up the way I like mine. Yours is set up the way you like yours. Yeah, for the most part. It's, which, so none yeah. of these are out of the box setups at this point. True. Which is probably not. I don't know if that's a fair comparison or not. I mean, like it's 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 our guitars how we play them. But yeah. we figured we'd throw all three together, um, do a little bit of audio samples, whatnot. So I've got my quad cortex sitting on the floor here with my super reverb uh, plugin that I made. So effects loop podcast on the. Neural DSP app, you can actually download this whole preset we're using, the Super Starter um, preset. We might throw an overdrive on or two, but that. So, Ian, you're plugged in, so just give it a quick little, give it a G. We should, uh, and we'll do our best not to talk while we're playing guitar. Oh, good here. call, good call, good because, call. Because uh, sure, we're actually sure. self-monitoring ourselves, so like, the it will not sound that great. Um, let's do that. That lets us know what we have running. So we're here. Uh, Ian's got his full-fledged American plugged in. Oh yeah. So you've had this now for we were thinking like three, three and a yeah, half years like or three whatever. Years. I got to figure out when I when I got this thing, but uh, yeah, I've spent a lot of time with it. Um, and this is the first time you and I have both been in the same room with both guitars. Yes. So actually seeing them side by side going, Oh, Hey, that's actually somewhere. Oh, Hey, that's different. We're picking up on some other smaller things now. I mean, we can get nitpicky, but Mm -hmm. I think big picture, no one's arguing that the John Mayer Fender is a good guitar that's highly desired or whatnot, that it's been an established player for a while. Seriously. No one's arguing that the American Silver Sky is a player and people have been after it. Well, people might argue with us, but whatever. Um, The SE comes in now at 850, taxes and and whatnot, and we're comparing this with a guitar. I I think I bought my Fender for like 1,000, 1,100 used. Mm-hmm. like great deal back in the time i think Fantastic these are like deal. 
three, four thousand dollars now. They'd be worth it. Let me say. I mean, yeah, I was shocked at how good of a guitar that is. I have a Fender American Pro myself mm-hmm. that I love, but it's it's not that guitar. It's not your Fender John Mayer Strat. Yeah, that's for sure. I think Silver Skies are what twenty four hundred dollars now. Twenty four is the sticker. Okay. Yeah, although you might pay twenty five for like the can't remember if the, the pink rock, one, the right? Pink one is twenty five, and then they had the Nebula and whatever the other your yeah, those, finish was. Those are a bit uh, Lunar Ice. Lunar Ice. Yep. I tried to buy a Lunar Ice at one point. They look really great in person. I ice. I still like if I if I were to have one finish on a Silver Sky, the, the Nebula is probably still my favorite, but. Also, his matte black one he's running around with is gorgeous oh, too. It but is sexy. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, I love the matte Moxan too. I I'm a huge fan of like pastel-y kind of colors in my guitars. You've seen all of them, even ones that I've sold. Yeah, I just love that color palette, and so I jumped on the Moxan as soon as I saw it. And I did confront. It is I got it the summer of 2019, August of okay. 2019. So that was the first year that that color, because the original, the original launch was like. I don't know the official names of all of them, but it was like black, gray, white, and it was, red. It was and all the default Tesla colors. Yep, exactly. And then they did they launched four new colors the next year. So I picked up a Moxan basically as soon as I could get my hands on one. Um, and then that summer he started touring with the Moxan one, and eventually they did a matte finish Moxan, which is now what is standard in oh. the Moxan. So that's what's sold now, and I'm kind of jealous because the matte looks so good. But that matte black, I I think at this point he's just gonna come up with a new color every tour. Why not? And that will be like the one he plays or whatever. Yeah, and it it add a premium to it or whatever. Yeah, or sell it only on tour. Sure. I mean that would actually be kind of funny if his tour bus pulls up with like two hundred PRSs in the back and you go to the merch table and Mm -hmm. buy one. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sick. Because I know uh, who's it. Gene Simmons does that, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Oh, I don't even know. That he like, is he so like auctions funny. off the guitar he plays at every show, and like the money goes to charity or whatever. Oh, that's sweet. So he always has a new one. Anyway, one well, one of the things uh, as we're talking about the Silver Sky, one of the cool things about it is, is it's such a consistent guitar that he could do that. Yeah, he probably could. Um. So now that the SE is hitting people's hands, I mean, obviously it got it got announced. There were some really early people that got them like right away yep and this is sort of the first branch of the builder or the built groups kind of hitting people's pockets and you're seeing you know gear talk prayers and worship people posting total douchebags i mean who would ever do that um i did that uh yeah it's got jokes yeah uh they're starting to hit and so it's it's a viable option now to actually pick one up oh yeah i mean well there's 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 used ones that people are from sweetwater uh, I mean, yeah, they're back ordered. Like, if you're buying a new, new one at like Sweetwater, I think there's. I saw someone saying they're quoting like August, August right now. Like that, yeah. But like, there's people flipping them and selling them now. So like, picking one up, so a realistic something that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you're trying to adjust your mic. We'll call it that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um. So. I think a lot of people are wondering, you know, naturally one, how much of a John Mayer guitar is it? And does it hold up? I think that's, that's question one. Um, question two is, is it a good value? Mm -hmm. And then I guess the other question is simply what, how does it compare to other things in its sort of bracket? And I don't think we're really going to be able to hit that today just because we don't have those guitars laying around. Like naturally the player series from Fender is going to be compared there. GNL's upper tribute models might be compared to it. I don't really know. Could be. Um, I mean, at some the end of the day, Charvel like Sandimas actually gets into that price bracket. Um, Schechter has the is it Nick Johnson model? Uh, Ibanez has the AZs. So there's a lot of S type guitars sitting around. There are. I, I'll call that the at or just below a thousand dollar market mm-hmm. i think that's kind of the appropriate price range like 700 to a thousand bucks let's call that a market branch together um so where do we want to start do we want to start with the 
is it a John Mayer guitar or do we want to start with um is it any good? Screensaver kickdown. Let's start with it. Is it any good? All right, yeah. I think that's that's a reasonable spot. And also it's a real short thing. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's actually yes. quite good. It's, it's very good. Um I need a little work out of the box. It's something you expect with a guitar that tier. But the work that it needed is all very doable work and it wasn't anything that like affected like the essence of the guitar. Yeah. So we opened it up. I, I hooked the thing up and I went looking for any reason to send it back. And I found little issues. Mm-hmm. Like um there was like a tool mark on the fretboard and there's a little glue frets and uh, I think the biggest thing people like if you buy one fresh, it comes right out of the box. The thing that's going to tick you off is the mat neck is a little rough or yeah. mine was a little rough. Yeah, it had it had a couple of spots on it that were a little there was some overspray or something that you could feel. And, you know, it, our hands are very sensitive and pick that kind of stuff up. So. The thing about that, though, is, you know, a couple of rubs with a scotch Bright pad, you didn't even, you skipped that step. Your hand just, wore it down. In I, just, of, I just, just broke it minutes. in with my hand. But, yeah, like, the guitar broke in over about a day. Mm-hmm. And within the first hour, it felt different. Yeah. Like, I got rid of that rough. Like, Gibson matte necks, because they do mahogany, always kind of have a little grit to them. Yeah. Well, you can and, feel the, the wood grain through the... Yeah. This wasn't so much wood grain. This was just kind of like the grit of right. the, the spray on it or whatever was there. And so like I just took my hand and I just sat there and I just like rubbed it like mm-hmm. I was trying to get a genie to come out of it. And just yep. kind of, I wouldn't say glossed it, but I smoothed it out with just my hand. There were still a few high spots I kind of hit with a fingernail. Mm-hmm. And that kind of just loosened them up and got them down. And so at this point, I'd say that guitar is playing really smooth. Um, yeah, and that's, that's really all you did. I mean... Yeah. Action was we really did, high uh, off the, out of the box. That's so. true. You did do a quick action check on it. Uh, what else did we do? We One trick that I really like to do with any new guitar, and I did it with my Silver Sky, I did it with my CE24 when I got it, I did it with my Fender when I got it. I like to just lightly loosen the screws at the neck joint of a bolt-on guitar while the strings are on it just enough that uh, the string tension itself can really seat the neck into the neck pocket and this thing didn't really even strongly move. this one didn't move my prs both of them did move a little bit my fender moved pop. a lot yeah. and you know we didn't hear yeah it makes a little bit of a pop noise you can kind of hear kind of like if a string gets caught in a nut very similar mm-hmm. and this one didn't we, we could tell that it moved because the intonation changed when we were done no it didn't i never oh, touched i have not touched the intonation on that guitar oh, or maybe it was just the tuning well, yeah, we detune the guitar. Yeah, either way, that, so, that, that yeah. was seated really, really well. That's one thing that I just really like to do because oftentimes these guitars are assembled before the strings are on them and string tension is significant. And so it really just, that extra force can really pull the neck in. And, you know, the guitar usually resonates a lot better mm-hmm. when you do that. But this, yeah, I mean, for an $850 guitar, you just rubbed the neck a little bit and you were good. And you rolled the edges with the with Yeah, the I, I took a but, screwdriver to the fretboard edges. Um, just to get them, the breaking process going. Yeah. Um, frets are immaculate. Yeah. Besides, frets are fantastic. There's a weird pencil mark I still haven't dealt with near the nut. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like still on the guitar. I wonder if it's under the finish. And yeah, and we did see there was a little bit of some sort of like a burr in one of the. Yeah, one of the nuts had a one of the nut slots had a little plastic still in it or some dust or something. I I haven't swapped the strings on it yet. No, these are still the factory strings. Um, so. So yeah, when I put, since I use string joy balance tension, it will be a different tension on the neck. Mm-hmm. So it will need another setup when I do that, yeah. just because the tension's different and intonation will be slightly different. Um, I mean, other than that, it's a great guitar. Yeah, I, I put strap lock buttons on it. Mm-hmm. So I swapped the strap lock buttons. That was as painless as I've ever had on a guitar. Like the screws were the same size for the Dunlop. Yeah. Um, One of the, we did take the, so my, I don't remember my Silver Sky coming with plastic on the on the pickguard. Yours did, just like any Two new Fender. Two layers of plastic, yeah. 
And uh, we did have a little bit of difficulty getting one of the... the Yeah, the, the bridge knob is re- like, I think the, the pot is a different size. Yeah. We haven't measured it. I haven't taken the knob back off. It was just something about thing. that fit. So, But, you know, we made it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, is it a good guitar? Yeah. Yes. And, you know, one of the things that John really liked to talk about, John Mayer, in the promotion of... Oh, you know, just John. Oh. Casual. I call him John. I mean... Yeah. Among among friends. It might be, it might be to John Mayer to you guys, but to me, he's just John, you know? To me, he's... Yeah. And uh, I call him... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things he talked about a lot is like that the the guitars that feel like magic to play always have a little bit of a slink to them. Like there's just something about bending is a little bit easier. Um, and that could just be a Strat thing because I've never had that feeling on a telly personally. <laughs> but I know what he's talking about. And uh, one thing that... that Paul also liked to advertise it, if I'm remembering correctly, too, is like they wanted every single Silver Sky off of the line to have that same feel. And the bending with tens is easier on my Silver Sky than it is on my Fender American Pro. It just is. The SE has that same feel. It's a, I think part of it is just they're really well polished frets. It could be that. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. It's um, a really good feeling guitar to play. So naturally, let's 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 pivot a little bit. How is this different from the American? Does it does it feel different? The neck is is definitely different. Other than that, I probably wouldn't notice much of anything while playing. I mean, you can tell the difference in the pots. The pots are a little bit they're not bad pots on the SE at all. But they're they're like, still really smooth. They're but import they're not pots. Like the speed pots that the that the American has. You know, you can feel the difference in the switch, the selector switch and stuff. But that's not significant to me. I like this. Still feels as good as other guitars that I've got. The, my Fender is the same way. I've got a Lambertones loaded pickguard on that, and that, that didn't come with stellar speed pots or anything. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's totally fine. It's completely usable. The neck is the biggest difference for me. Oh, and it doesn't have locking tuners. If that's something you care about, you know, which I... It still has the plastic buttons, so they look the same. Yeah, they feel the same, too. They're good-feeling tuners. Yeah. And like I said uh, in the intro, well, before the intro, the tuners on this feel better than the tuners on your Fender John Mayer. To me. They're smoother. Yep. Easier to adjust. They're, this that's the that's like one of the few mods I would make on this guitar if I wasn't so precious with like oh I gotta keep it original. Yeah, fair. But the neck, the the Silver Sky American neck is really chunky in a really good way. I've got smaller hands, mm-hmm. and I love the American neck. I, I would actually say the Fender and the American. Silver Sky have similar necks. Yes, yeah. it's a it's it's that. again that it's that chunkier thing, yeah. for whatever reason. Um, you know, everyone steered away from the American. Or the biggest thing everyone brought up was like, oh my gosh, seven and a half inch radius. Yeah, I can't play that. I can't do it. Like, oh my goodness. And the Fender was a nine. They went to an eight and a half on this mm-hmm. SE. I like I like the eight and a half. I, I would say the the funniest thing is when once I dialed that guitar in, like I, I lowered the action, I did some stuff. Fender should be a nine and a half, by the way. I believe right. it's just a nine. Oh, my American Pride, I know, has a nine and a half. I could be wrong. Your, okay. Yours might just be a nine because it's signature, too. Oh. Um, but having said that, once I dialed that in, you, you picked up the SE and you went, oh, this feels like your uh, CE now. Yeah, it does. That's the thing. This... Uh, that's what actually you resonated with about this guitar, which is why I thought you should keep yours and why I didn't feel the need to keep mine an American mm-hmm. is that the, the neck on the C or on the SE feels more like a PRS. Neck, yes. Which is particularly like. feels like the bolt on series PRS neck. Yeah. Um, yeah, when it feels like, like if, your bolt-on series yeah, PRS neck yeah. too, like if my would, CE, I think we're convinced it has a slightly different neck than yours does. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, I still think yours is a. I think yours is not the pattern thin. You have the pattern wide or a bit whatever. More meat on mine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which I love. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like a, like necessarily like a PRS McCarty. It feels like, you know, yeah, something like that. So, I locking tuners is probably going to be a popular upgrade. I know they sell the John Mayer locking tuners like two like one ninety two hundred bucks. It's kind of a stiff price. Yeah. unlocking tuners but i think you might see people do it or they'll be buying clusons and taking the keys off of and putting on you know mm-hmm. they'll do something like that um outside of that out of the box i mean i think the other thing that like, the big difference is that they're not the same pickup they are not but they are amazing but we haven't even talked about it like that that was like Everyone's like, oh, am I going to have to replace the pickups on this? Because that's how a lot of people looked at like the player series yeah. strats. Well, I'll tell you one thing right now like is if there is anybody listening that picks one of these up and replaces the pickups, I want them. You'll buy them? I will. I, I will. They're good. They sound great. They really cut uh, through a mix really well. Um, they're not the same pickups. But they are darn good. Why don't uh, pick your favorite little bluesy lick right now? Go neck pickup to neck pickup, and let's just quickly compare. Because you got your core right now. I'm going to I'm going to turn your volume up. So hop that, hop onto the SE. That was the American. That's the American. Just noodling. Then, thing on the the SE. I was convinced when the first couple rounds of demos come out, I was like, oh, I can totally hear the difference because people were like really lining up some good side-by-sides of them. Yeah. Just having that 10-second break of you swapping guitars, sitting here, I'm not really picking it up. And I'm sure when I listen back to this, I will hear the subtle differences. Sure. But it's just like, it it's a similar They're not tone. important. They're, they will be important to somebody, but they're not important to me. Yeah. Um, historically, I thought the, um, the SE was a little squashier, mm-hmm. whereas there was a little more pluck in the, the full, full fledged one, but I, I'm not noticing that today. No. Um, and it also could just be, I mean, again, you've messed with your pickup heights. I've messed with my pickup heights. So yeah. there's, there's things like the out of the box versus like what's there. there there's going to be variants in there. Mm-hmm. But like for the most part, like I, I'm pretty sure these two guitars could be dialed in to sound near identical. If you yeah, they really there. could. I mean, you can really just tell. I mean, and we'll get to this. We we haven't asked this question yet, but you can tell that the same spirit that's in that American Silver Sky is mm-hmm. in this SE. You can tell. You can tell by you know by how it plays. Yes, the neck is definitely a bit different. It doesn't have the same chunky meatiness that uh, you know that the American has. Like it's it's a very like vintage style. The the American, I, the American, I always yeah, I always called it. It's a vintage neck. This feels more modern. It does. It feels it, very it's a step in that direction. I think, you know, anybody who thought, oh, I see what they're going for with the American, but it's not really for me. Pick up the SE. Pick up the SE. Yeah, I mean, it's still got um, all of the same pickups in all positions. It doesn't have the dropped B uh, pole piece any of these pickups it's 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 evenly arched just like the american so it's doing that whole thing really well um and like i said that there's like that certain slink to bending that all great guitars have and this this thing is 850 yeah you can buy three of them right get some different colors you got a backup i mean that's Part of me just wanted one of these, just so that I can have a backup I mean, for recording. You yeah. were cussing me out. I was upset. You were like audibly ex- upset when you started playing that thing because you're like, "I'm mad how good this is." Yeah, I'm upset, and I'm not upset. I'm upset for my wallet because I was really hoping that I could just go. You know what? I don't really need it. I've got an American, but yeah. it was a hard decision not to. 
Get, now, yeah, this is a reminder. I'm not mad that it is so good compared to my American. I had one of these in a box, ready to open up and keep. I wanted to be able to send it back for my wallet, for the sake of my wallet. And it was really hard to send it back. Yeah. Now, for something completely different, what, what this guitar is not, particularly... The one we were saying it's not a vintage strat no it does not feel like a vintage strat it's nope. got more of the it's got a bit more of a modern neck even for a fender yeah i i wouldn't say fenders necessarily when have that much of a modern say that feel when it's got it. an eight and a half inch radius on it because people when when one of the things that you think of when somebody says modern is oh it's going to be flat flatter radius i mean and that is again that's slowly become my mode yeah i've been playing titans the prs sce that thing I think nine is that actually that is the I think that eight and a half that is the most rounded radius guitar I own. Yeah, out yeah, of everything. Is. I mean, because like my Les Paul's like a twelve. Good. Yeah, it feels great. It feels like halfway in between too. It's not like it's not like my Titan is modern feeling. That is not modern feeling like pull out like shred stick. But no one, you know, anybody who likes a a Fender Strat. Like we're not we're not talking about sewer strats here or Ibanez S types. Like anybody who likes a Fender Strat likes a little bit of fight, you know. They, they there's a difference there between that and like an actual like modern speedy shreddy guitar. This has that. So it's not an Ibanez, it's not a sewer. Yeah. It plays like a strat. But it's got a little bit more curve to it, which I have really come to enjoy with my American. It's great for like bluesy double stops and uh, makes muting and stuff easier depending on what you're doing and, and all that. And it's just really darn comfortable to play. This is a step in that direction from a Fender with great pickups. It is It does the blend of vintage and modern. It just makes different concessions than the American. Fair enough. Now, another thing it's not is the original Fender. So let me let me go back to no, you got this SE still. I I think we've established that the CE or the SE and the the regular are close enough. They're close, yeah. Um, we haven't done position four yet, but yeah. Um, let's let's start with just the neck right now. Um, but same, some fun lick. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll, I'm going to hand you the the American. You can we'll bump mics and whatnot while we move around here. I do keep forgetting. Like this is heavier. Yeah, it's got some weight to it. American Fender. Both of them are like, yeah, that's a strat. That's a strat mm -hmm. neck pickup. But like, you can tell they're different instruments at this point, right? Yes. Did you turn off the volume? Yes, I did. Okay. How much of that I can get away with? Uh, it's a podcast. We can literally. This is the John Mayer. This is the Super reverb right now. Like that's that's that. Yep. Um let's uh let's move to like a position four, maybe. We're already there. Are we? <laughs> yeah. Okay. My vantage point is not. Mm -hmm. We're here. 
going back to the SE here. I forgot to mute you. There we go. Back to the SE. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just because that's the one we're holding. But like going yep. back to like a Silver Sky kind <clears> of. <throat> It is a different guitar. There's a little bit of an adjustment. And then just to be fair. does it so let's let's pull this back then um if you're trying to get that sound of continuum probably like the the silver sky was never really the guitar for you was it no i mean like the 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 big dipper pickups have that mid scoop it is so defining of the guitar for how it sounds uh, you're not going to get that out of a Silver Sky necessarily without a lot of adjustments and work and maybe even a different set of pickups. I know, I mean, gosh, the the Big Dipper pickups, if you go on like eBay, you can find people who parted these guitars out. The funny thing is, though, is the Big Dipper, like everybody's conceded. Yes, the Big Dipper is like the official whatever. That is not, the, it, I mean, those the aren't the two pickups or three that albums are in his that, black yeah. one. You know? They just aren't. So it's like everybody, you can chase after this as much as you want to. These are different sounding guitars. Do you like them? Do you not? Yeah. Or moreover, I think there's a few people who might be listening to this going, should I have both? You know, and I guess I'm the one saying, yeah, it's okay to have both since now that I do, it's officially okay. I mean, I, I was on the fence of like, you, you were always telling me, like, hey, you should get a Silver Sky, you should get a Silver Sky. And I was just like, eh, yeah, I already got a Strat. Well, and that's what's funny about this one is, is because it's a step closer to your uh, the PRS neck that you already like. Yeah. And it's like the main guitar more. that I'm playing at this point yeah. is my CE24. Mm-hmm. Um, it fits within that realm and gives me the Strat-y thing without, like, having a long adjustment period. Yeah. But this brings me to an interesting kind of point that I was hoping to make which is that, you know, I mean, you, you want to ask the question, is this a John Mayer guitar? Simply, uh, I don't know how to answer that question. I really simply do not know how to answer that question because, yes, he helped design these pickups. Is that what you're looking for? Or are you looking for a guitar that plays like a guitar that he would design? I don't know. I don't what should you be looking for in a guitar? I can very feasibly see a world. I mean, this is this is what we're just talking about with you. I could see somebody choo- intentionally choosing the SE over the American, not for price. Oh, feel alone. I mean, that, it's that's a different the thing guitar. Here. It's not the vintage thing. It's a more modern yeah. thing, but it still sounds like a Silver Sky and it plays like a PRS. I mean, I think I'm I'm that category. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't really bond with your fully American one. And like you, you put it in my hands multiple times. I'm like, oh, I wish I liked this more. I wished I liked it. Yeah. This, that, the SE felt like it would, in my hands. I understand it going the other way for you. Mm-hmm. Well, partly because you got three years of time on the, on the core model, but. Yeah. Well, you know, the, yeah, the core though is very much its own thing. It, it makes no apologies for what it is. But this is something that is a little bit more um, familiar, the SE. Yeah. Now, it's still a budget guitar, and like we said, there were some things that you needed to do out of the box. But I mean, is- and those those were, if you're, if you're the person buying $850 guitars, I... I don't know who this market is for. Like that's, that's the other interesting thing. So historically in my eyes and you can, everyone can argue with me over it, whatever. But when I was learning how to play guitar, your first guitar was a Squire. Your second guitar was a Mexican Strat or a Mexican Fender or an Epiphone Les Paul. Like that was the progression. That was the pecking order. That's what you did at guitar center when you were there. 
that pecking order now is that moved from a $110 guitar <laughs> to a for the the affinity strat now is like you're looking at what probably 300 for square now something like that and but it's a way better guitar yeah and so you used to be like three to five hundred dollars was your second guitar now that's moving closer if these guitars are technically the second guitar they really could be and but let's talk about like i don't i don't know if this is really a true second guitar guitar this is a way big bigger step up to what i would consider someone's like Okay, I stuck with this for two years, and I've been mowing lawns, and I'm, I'm going to go buy one. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, like, with a little bit of work, I, this could be my main guitar. I could be choosing, intentionally choosing this guitar over another one. It was hard to send back. It was hard for me to send this guitar back, well, and the I fact have that an American. We, we intentionally made sure you never opened it, because the that's, minute you opened it, you were going to bond with it. That saved me. It's like it's that like the blinders me. on a raincor. The minute you take them off, it's going to bond with the first person that it sees. Exactly. I'm the raincor. Yeah, that, that fits. And the guitar is the person. Yeah. I'm going to find a Boba Fett action figure and have him ride you around. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> should, should have said spoilers before, but yeah. That's not... Uh, look, look. I, With all due respect, I can say whatever the hell I want as long as I say with all due respect. Yeah. Well, with all uh, due respect, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so... With all due respect, I have no respect for you. <laughs> <laughs> so... Is it really a second guitar or is it, this is somebody's like, I, to me, this feels more closer to, I mean, when I was learning how to play guitar back in my day, um, an American standard, uh, American standard, um, Strat was like 700 bucks, went up to a thousand. Now they're what? 1600. Wow. This feels yeah. like that tier. Yeah. Especially once we had the neck broken in. Mm-hmm. And it happened really, really quick. But yeah, I, I would say that's going to be the interesting thing. Is a lot of people are going to get fresh out of boxes. It's going to be rough. If there's one hanging in a store that gets some playing time, the next going to start breaking. Yeah, if from- you're buying it, I mean, we we bought things pre-ordered. If you're buying it through, you know, if you wait a year and you're buying it off the shelf at, uh, you know, CME or Guitar Center or something, and hopefully not Guitar Center, no shade to Guitar Center, just what I was going to say is from a place that can do a setup for you that you would trust. Our our guitar center, over, the one over on Holstead, actually has a tech in-house who will do setups for you. That's news to me. That's who a new used to. Yeah, it's Third Coast Guitar does like a lot of the local guitar center's work. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So if yeah, if you're yeah. buying it through a shop that can do a setup for you as part of you know the purchasing deal or whatever, what should be, be any fine. really like any shop should really be like that. Like that's actually kind of the one of the downsides of buying through Sweetwater. But at the same time, if like the setup's terrible coming out of Sweetwater, you just say, "Hey, this is terrible," and they'll be all right, go to go to one of these authorized shops. We might flip the bill, or they might negotiate something. So that also was when I bought a you know full fledged PRS from them, not a more discounted guitar. So I don't know if that level right. of service is going to exist somewhere else. Yeah, it might or might not. The, the, yeah, here's the this guitar. I mean, if you like John Mayer, you already want one, and you've probably already pre ordered one. Yeah, if so we don't need if, to if talk to you if you're that level of fandom. If you, yeah, if you like John Mayer. Can you can you like this guitar if you're not a John Mayer fan? Absolutely. Because it's really just a really good strat. It is a really good strat and it's you know if if you're familiar at all with a lot of the choices, the intentional choices that they made with the American, you know, as part of the design process for John, this has a lot of those things. It's got the non it's got the you know evenly arched pole pieces with the non-dropped B, you know. That's modern. It's got other, you know, modern features that people would like. This one's got the two-point trim. Oh, yeah. We didn't even mention that. The two-point versus the six-point trim. Which versus the six-point. I so actually noticed this on the American Silver Sky. The, the trim bolts actually go all the way through the body and stick out in the, in the cavity. Yeah, there's something going on there. I'm not, I haven't taken it apart to check I, out what's going on. But, and it's got, the, you know, it's got the standard PRS drop-in arm. With like the screw tensioner, so it doesn't screw in like a fender would. You don't have to worry about the spring or anything well, uh, like that. You just pop it in. And <laughs> yeah, the John Mayer one I don't think even came with an arm. Like I don't have an arm. Surprise me at all. I don't have an arm for this, this guitar. This one does. Uh, the SE does have a back 
does have like a backplate, whereas both both the Fender and the American S, uh, Silver Sky don't have even the holes for a backplate. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's got some more of those features. And it's just, other than that, I mean, it's a Silver Sky. It's a Silver Sky with the... And I mean, we're getting Slightly closer to the point quality. now where the Silver Sky is transcending John Mayer. It still has his name on it, but yeah. you're seeing other pros rock one now. Well, it should. I mean, like it was to me, it was one of the stars of the Super Time, Super Time, Super Bowl halftime show. Super Time, right? Um, see, I made fun of myself three times, so you didn't have to. We still do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like that chromed out one got us talking so i mean other artists are playing um i mean it's more than just like david ryan harris also having one it you know you're seeing other artists with one and i, I think even in their se the their video release where they had like ariel poston come in and do a little lick and see that's the funny thing signature guitars goofy right because uh what's interesting i think about signature guitars is that it takes an artist for a brand to be able to get away with making changes to a beloved guitar. Sometimes, yeah. That's what we see a lot. And, you know, obviously the Silver Sky, when it debuted, was one of the most controversial, most talked about things in the guitar community. Honestly, for the next two whole years. Oh, people are still mad about it. People are still mad about it. But, yeah, once you tie that to an artist, the brand gets away with it. Whereas, like, if Gibson wanted to add... You know, like make changes to Les Paul without it being an artist signature, everyone yeah. would go up in arms. I mean, they, they were able to put a Floyd Rose on it because yeah. of uh, Alex Lifeson. I mean, that's probably not the first Floyd Rose, but that's one of them, you know. Was. Oh, the guy from Rush does? Wants a Floyd Rose on Les Paul? Okay, that will happen. Now we can do it. Um, so yeah. the cool thing about the Silver Sky, uh, which is um, getting back to your point about it's finally sort of starting to transcend John Mayer. There's nothing inherently John Mayer about a Strat ever. It's just that this is the things that he wanted in a Strat. What kept anybody from doing like I don't any anyone could have built this guitar. Well, it's a vintage Strat with modern features. Just kind of guided by him. It was and, guided by him, but yeah, I mean, there's no there's no part about this guitar that goes, oh, this is specifically made for John Mayer. I can only play meaty, this if I have John Mayer's hands. Kind of, the, the, well, the meaty neck is kind of signature John Mayer, sort of. That's but, true, but it's 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 calling back to the vintage necks. Yeah, but the other funny part is when you actually think about John when he first started picking up electric guitar. I mean, not like the first time, but like publicly, we all knew John Mayer at first, or like when I first got into him was. Who's doing songs like No Such Thing and Why Georgia, where he's the acoustic guitar player, songwriter guy. Yep. And then slowly we were like, oh, whoa, he's actually really good at guitar. We didn't realize he played guitar. He did all the backing track and stuff like that. When he recorded those albums, we thought it was like some session guy. And then he starts doing some Stevie Ray Vaughan impressions on stage. And like he uh, the Any Good Thursday, he did Lenny. Yep. Um, and he was playing for a long time a Stevie Ray Vaughan Strat. Yeah. So he started on, or like he he was going around with another artist's signature guitar right. for a while before slowly evolving into his own. And he, I mean, he even talked about the intentionality of only having his 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 name isn't even on the headstock of either of these guitars. It is Any only on the back plate. Yeah, I mean the the that's, American Fender has it on the yeah, back of the headstock. That's that's an intentional choice. I don't know about the Fender, but that was an intentional choice that they made. With the Silver Sky, they didn't need to make it about him. It's a good guitar in its own right. And if you vibe with it, you vibe with it. That's, again, that's, this is all kind of combined, but that's why I could see somebody picking up the SE over the American intentionally because they just vibe with it differently. It's a different guitar. It plays mm-hmm. slightly differently. It still has the essence of a PRS and of a Silver Sky. Mm-hmm. And it is it as bad as... So historically... Epiphone has made great guitars that are great quality and affordable. And people are like, oh, well, it's not a real Gibson. And you can tell from across the room because of the headstock. Do you feel like the SEs are as weighed down by the fact that it's not the full bore one? I mean, you can tell from, like, if you know what to look for, um, for me, I can, I can tell right by the nut because it has the it's a thicker nut. It, it's the more Gibson style nut yeah, that PRS does tell, on a lot of their bigger albums. It's um, the headstock is the only place that you can actually tell from a distance. 
sort of like the difference between a squire and a fender. Hmm. You can only tell on the headstock. You can tell by the um, the cover to the truss rod, and you can tell by the big SE on the neck. That is it. Other than that, it's the exact same body shape. They didn't make any concessions on the carbs. It's still just as comfortable mm-hmm. to play. There are a few things up close that you can tell, but gosh, I mean, it's a good guitar. I I would stand by it. I would own one. I would play with it. I would record with it. I just don't need to spend another 850 right now when I've got a core. Sure. But I would put these pickups in my fender. And you, if that isn't like saying them something. That much, yeah. yeah. That is saying something. Would you ever, if if we pulled the pickguard off and discovered that thing's routed for a humbucker. Yep. Would you yep. get an SE over your American Fender? Over? Like, would you just sell your, like, you could sell your American Fender, buy an SE new, and the, and pay for the swap. No, I'd still have both, like, but what I would probably do is do, like, a HH setup on my Fender. Yeah. You'd still mod the other one. Okay. Yeah. Or put some P90s in or something. Something, something different, because that's easier to do with Fenders. Yeah. People have made replacement pick plates, you know, scratch plates, pick guards, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I never, I actually have yet to different. put a, uh, a fender pick guard over top a silver sky yet to see if the holes line up, but yeah, I would bet there's something different. Do the holes line up on the, yeah, the American and or the American and the SE, the holes line up. Yeah, the it looks like should it. be swappable. I mean, they should be very swappable. It, it looks it looks identical, honestly. Um, yeah. Which is so it's nice. not like the, the Mexican screws, and American strats. The had screws on the pickup plate are bigger on the SE. I'm just noticing that now. There's smaller screws in the Silver Sky. Well, I bet you they're all metric. Hmm. Fair. Very interesting. I don't know. See, this is all stuff that I, now that they're next to each other, I noticed, but I wouldn't have noticed that before. None of this stuff is sticking. Like the neck shape and the neck finish are the things that stick with us out of all mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I noticed the most be- just because of how much time I've put in on the guitar. Yeah. And because, you know, you know, we vibe with different styles of guitars. We, not, neither of us has hesitated to say this is a fantastic sounding guitar. You're getting a really darn good deal. I mean, the fretwork is insane. Like for, said, the, yeah, the, for an import guitar, that fretwork is on par, if not better, than some American guitars that yeah. I pulled out of the box before. Yeah. So if you've got a Scotch Bright pad at home, you don't even. That's need just it. about all you'll need, if you anything, you to make this that. a fantastic guitar. From what and we we've don't, seen. we don't even know if that was just my guitar or it was all guitars. Yeah, we don't know. Like that's that's one downside of us not opening yours is we don't know if that was like just mine or if it was inherent to the line. But because like people might listen to this and be like, what's, what's he talking about with like the roughness on the neck? Mine was fine. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. Maybe, you know, those of you listening who may have picked one of these up, you'll just have to say, I mean, check it out. There's really no reason not to. People are, I, I think people, the reason that everybody is so, well, I don't know. I can only speak from the lens of a John Mayer fan, of course, but Everybody is trying to, you know, get these comparisons of like, you know, the the Fender at the same price point and the PRS. And it's like, I I don't really get it. If you're looking for some drastic difference, you're not Mm going to find it. It's just what you vibe with. Well, I mean, there's always been foreign made guitars at the same price points as Fenders that try to outdo them on some feature level. Sure. That's, there's always been the market there because frankly... Fender is a brand name that you pay a premium for. Yeah. Even though like Fenders are very economically efficiently built guitar models, mm-hmm. like just the designs of them are efficient. There's always going to be a little bit of a premium for the Fender name until Fender is like a no-name company, which yeah. I don't see happening anytime yeah. soon. But so I just I just wouldn't I wouldn't concern yourself with any of that. To me, I would just focus on, like, this is a good enough guitar to stand on its own. So I would focus on, do you yeah. like how it feels to play it? And definitely just, I think that's probably where we should wrap up, is yeah. is that. Just, like, at this point, it, like, if you've listened to us talk for nearly an hour <laughs> on uh, Silver Skies and 
this kind of guitar. You're clearly interested or you clearly yeah. have nothing else to do and you need us for podcasts. Um, which thanks for listening. Uh, I think the final conclusion is like, if you're, if you're at this point, if you're hearing it at this point, you need to go get your hands on one and see yeah. if it's for you. And if it's not, it's okay. Yeah. But if it is, you got a really fun new option that's on the market at, mm-hmm. a, at a reasonable price point. It's not impulse buy for a lot of people. Right. Like, I mean, that's the other part we got to kind of remember is, you know, um, shoot, I sold that guitar pedal to that kid the other day and he came over and he picked it up and he was like 12 guitars or whatever. He's like, how do you get that? I'm like, Dude, I've been playing guitar for 20 years. Yeah. Right. Like this doesn't happen overnight. You don't jump into these guitars overnight. No. Um, it's okay to not be at a point where you're even ready to jump on one of yeah, when I, I when I say what I'm saying about everybody's going nuts about trying to find the comparisons and stuff, it's not like a dude. Respect to anybody doing their research. Yeah, this is you know, I mean, this is a, this is a big decision. It's not a small one, but I do think though that when it comes to these kinds of things, people just put a lot of energy into something that is basically just like for me. If I'm watching videos on something, something, it's that's mainly on the internet and they're not even like in hand. They're not right. even well, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's mainly just what that is telling me. If I'm watching videos, this many videos and stuff about a guitar is that I already want to check one out and I just am not able to at this time. So this yeah. is the only way that my obsession gets to manifest itself. That's fair. So if you're watching, if you're listening to this thinking, oh man, maybe I should check one out. You should. There's your answer. Yeah. You don't need to hear what we're going to say about it, but. No, you, you need you to keep listening. To, if you, you want to, to hear what we like have to say about it, it's a <laughs> damn good guitar that can stand on its own, and it's worth checking it out. Yeah. All right, so let's let's wrap up with that thought then. Uh, yeah. Go check one out if you, if you're still listening. It's it's worth doing. This is not going to be a failure of a guitar. No. And I bet you this time next year we'll probably see numbers, and this thing it will have outsold. I don't know if it's going to outsell a player series strat. Keep, I don't know if they can keep up with the production level. It's court. Court court makes everything. It's just That's fair. And, and if we think of it in terms of like finite economics, like if they're making this, they're not making a different guitar. And so if this guitar's selling, that other guitar is not selling. Yeah. Hypothetically, I mean, the other reality is there's so many new guitar players on the market that supply has struggled to keep up with demand. So I think this thing's going to stay backordered for a while, mm-hmm. but production is ramped up. Um, I mean, last year there was that reverb article about the the PRS Silver Sky American outsold on reverb, the American Standard, very yep. well, the American Pro Strat. I don't know if the same thing's going to happen here because like there a lot of player series strats are sold, and also just simply the distribution at the player series level is ridiculous yeah the market saturation yeah, it's gonna take is ridiculous a while for PRS to catch up but I, I you know i mean i think they will one i think thing that this people, is gonna be a really good selling guitar though yeah yeah there's there's one piece of this too that um i think could be worth discussing real quick as we're wrapping up which is that uh this is like a phone call with you a, we're like we say goodbye i'm like hey man i need to go and then we talk for like another half an hour i mean what do you expect i've, I've got three amazing guitars in front of me yeah just thinking you know <laughs> That's why I'm in control of the volume pedal. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But, uh, you know, I think it's worth asking because I think that people are going to be asking this question or thinking to themselves, do we think that the SE is going to threaten the sales of the American? Um, they're both crazy backordered, so not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Now, I have been saying for a while, I thought that the Silver Sky at some point is going to wind up being actually a very affordable guitar to pick up. But it hasn't happened yet. Like demand hasn't died down after three years. Well, and, but the also the interesting thing about that though too is they didn't really price it at a price point that was consistent with an artist's signature guitar. The sticker price on the American Silver Sky was the same sticker price that was on my CE twenty four. Yeah, fair enough. Well, the CE twenty four is a more complicated guitar, but it should be more expensive. But so there is that fair. okay fair there is that but premium but still yeah. i mean you're paying you know american prs prices the prices have actually gone up already but that's because you know i think it, when doug cower came on he talked about how like a lot of his guitars only have about five years of life mm-hmm. the year they're introduced they'll sell and that will be the best-selling guitar he has 
but he really only has a couple years of life on a lot of models. And that's like why, like he couldn't keep up with Titans for a while. And now he doesn't even make the Titan, you know? Yeah. Um, so we'll see if demand keeps up, but it kept up for a long time. And that's, that's a good sign. Yeah. But I also don't know if we're going to turn around and is this going to be the Les Paul that, you know, it has to stay the same as it was in 1958, you know? Uh, well, in terms of PRS, I think they've, they've made a name for themselves, making new things and changing things, modifying things all the time. I mean, Paul doesn't keep things the same ever. I mean, they, Paul Reed Smith started so, in what, 84? Yeah. The, the other thing though about PRS that, that is really nice is that their intentions are very clear. So while they're making tweaks and changes to all of their models at all times, we know what Paul's goal is in that. He's not doing it to sell more, to go, oh, your your previous one is outdated. He's just trying to get better every year. Fender will release uh, you know, some wacky non signature guitar at a mid tier price point that has that like you know, has some, like Floyd Rose, whatever, and they're mm-hmm. just gonna they you know, like they just they try and yeah, I mean, it, the funny part is, so Fender realistically probably already has the next four years mapped out already. Right. Paul's just, where he's still, he's just back to the drawing board constantly. He's like an, he's like an artist in that, like, he's like a, he's like a painter that has never done painting kind of thing, you know, if you can relate to that. I, I would, I would call him that. That's what it looks like he's doing when he keeps iterating. And See, I also think that that creates a sense of urgency with their models that, um, I have a tramp green mm-hmm. semi-hollow CE24. You can't buy one anymore. Yeah. Um, so like if you see a model you like from them, you got to buy it that year. And that's becoming a more common thing. Yep. Yeah. Whereas like in my mind, if I want a sunburst Telecaster, I have in my entire life to buy a sunburst Telecaster. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, like they're just going to well, keep it's also them. you could they made they made a sunburst telecaster basically every year between like 1954 and today so yeah like the supplies out there you can you know that whereas like prs kind of has this unique thing of like yeah this is what we're making this year mm-hmm. gobble it up or don't yeah i'm just glad though that this this silver sky thing does not seem to just be a trend it looks like it's going to be a staple for them yeah long past john like you were saying, I mean, John Mayer. I would tell, when I say John, I'm talking about John Mayer. Who? Can Can we get an SE version of his uh, Super Eagle? Super Eagle, dude. That would be ridiculous. Uh, it, it would still be two grand. Too. Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> that's still gonna be two thousand dollars, and everybody's gonna be because like the yeah. SE Hollow Body Two is like crazy expensive. Yeah. Still, but yeah. anyway. All right. No, I, we said I want to see. This. We need to wrap this. I want to see them do an SE version of like. Or whatever this could be an equivalent of in amps. That's what I want to see. Well, the the Sun's Air is a very affordable amp. The Mark Tremonti amp is really affordable. PRS actually has really affordable tube amps. Yeah, that's true. Really, it's like it's, but, it's one of those things I keep being surprised by because like I don't know their amps very well. I don't like know an either, Archon's like a thousand bucks combo. Mm. The Archon's ridiculous. Mm. Um, the Sun's Air was sort of their attempt to do a hot rod deluxe. Um, you just got good things going. Anybody who wants to complain about PRS can uh, take it up with the inside of my butthole. Well, I also like that plain colors are coming back to the PRS line. I really like that, though. Yeah. I mean, my I surprised myself with the green CE24 that I've got because the whole, you know. You, you don't like flame maple. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't really. I, I can recognize a beautiful guitar when I see one. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it feels like my guitar. Yeah. Whereas, like, I have, what, how many guitars that have exposed wood grain Mo- yeah most about of half of them i would say are yeah. exposed wood grain I, like even like my fenders like it's a sunburst i like the exposed yeah. wood oh, grain yeah. um so I, I i absolutely adore the color that's on this uh c on the like the blue what is it stone but i can't yeah. remember what it's called i want him now that now that we mentioned it i want him to do like a violin burst um, <laughs> flame top good luck silver sky with no pick guard on it and just piss everyone off on the internet at that point, you call it the Silver Sky or do you call it the Fiore? I call it the X. There we well, go. Well, sorry, Peter Frampton already has that, doesn't he? This will be the Scott Hamilton signature PRS. Yeah, it's it's for if you want to play it four chords at church. It still has John signature on the, on the neck plate. 
this is for the discerning church guitar player <laughs> uh, modeling pedals doing all the heavy lifting mm-hmm. it's got a Duesenberg trim system on it <laughs> well let's not spoil things so they're coming up um, uh, I didn't until you said that <laughs> anyway uh, with that Ian thanks for hanging out no uh, running through this bringing your guitar over and kind of having this discussion I mean we've We've been half having this discussion for a while, so it's kind of fun to like finally lay it down. Yeah, it's nice to have these next to each other too. And yeah, uh, if you like this format, please join our Facebook group and tell us. And also tell brands that you like the way we kind of just long formed went through this. I mean, I think unfortunately uh, we should have done this with video, but I don't have gear. That's a lie. I do. I don't like. I could have set up my phone <laughs> on a tripod or whatever, but like, I also don't know how to video video edit so there's that problem but um i kind of like this this kind of long formed it's not it's not a uh it's not 15 minutes so you get the or is it 10 minutes you have to have for the two ads on youtube anyway um (laughs) something like that but it's kind of fun to kind of really dive into something that like this is the big gear release of the year so far so it's, it's worth diving into um we probably should have done something like this with the quad cortex when I got it, but like at the same time, this thing's still evolving, and frankly, Very the quad cortex so. isn't done yet. Yeah, well, and the quad cortex is one of those things that's going to be different for every user. Everybody can talk about the user interface, to, you know, yeah. like, and everybody has. Yeah. So. And again, actually, again, if you like the tones that we were doing, or like you're like, hey, I want to try the amp setup, and you actually have a quad cortex, look up the Effects Loop podcast. That's my username on the app. I have this. It's we're using the Super Starter preset it's already loaded it's got a bunch of my pedals in it um it's fully free and available for you guys to use and play with so that's there um it's at least one piece of my gear you all get to try out um and have some fun with so yeah. all right with that uh you go you all have a good uh, i i don't know how to sign things off this is what diaz does join Bye. our join our patreon go to the effects loop.com uh, you'll find links to like Stringjoy, our affiliate link there. So if you want to buy Stringjoy strings, buy it through us. Um, your prices don't change, but we get a little bit of a kickback and support from Stringjoy, who continues to support us. Um, You're nailing this. Thank you. Keep going. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for interrupting my flow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I had I had the Facebook group. I had the that. Uh, I had our website. I had the Stringjoy thing. Um. Yeah, that's everything. Bye. I, I don't think we have any other sponsors. Thanks, everybody. See ya. <laughs>
What's funny is, is if he's the one bleeping himself, then he has to have the foresight to be ready to bleep. So it's like, yeah. why don't you just not cuss? If you're thinking about it, just I mean, don't that's, cuss. that's how I'm able to not cuss. <laughs> yeah. We need another guitar, Sam. Uh, well, do you have another floor? I can do the wall. We can move one. We can use the wall one. Oh, true. Right off the bat, I will say, I prefer the tuners on both Silver Skies to your Fender. Oh, yeah. They're not that great sounding tuners. It's also old strings. Yeah, not that not that great sounding tuners. Is that what you just that said? said? <laughs> That's oh, well. what you said. Well, good thing we're not recording this. Um, yeah, they're not the best. Like, oh, we're not? We are. Oh, uh, well, okay. I just, I just got it running, so we'll, we'll, we'll cut a hard intro at some point. for a hard intro. I'm already, I mean, it's three John Mayer guitars. Oh. It's as hard as it gets over here. Oh. 